In a moment, Martin Baker from Anu, he's the Senior Director of Natural Climate Solutions. Let's begin with Chief Elwood Zaster of the Wesquisipak First Nation. Chief, good afternoon and thank you for joining us. Uh, good afternoon. Now, before we get to the plans to preserve the forest and build a better fe- future, could you share your thoughts on this day, this National Day of Truth and Reconciliation? Today is a, is a very, very important day, and, and uh, it's a very sad day at the same time, what happened to our people in the past. When they found all the children that were buried in all these, in, in these graves, and it brings back uh, painful memories to all our people that, that endured all this hardship in our lifetime. For many, many years, we, we were uh, controlled by the government and uh, were taken away and, uh, and abused. And, you know, things got to change. We got to heal. And, uh, you know what, it, it's a hard thing. Uh, my, my parents, my father was in there for eight years, and uh, it affected me and my family and uh, all my members in, in our little reserve. You know, you know, things were hard. And I, I tell a lot of people the story of, of uh, if they could imagine them with their little children and somebody come take them away in September, take them away without, they have no say. You know, how, how they could imagine that happening to them. So it, it's really hurtful. But you know what? We gotta heal in this way, and uh, we gotta build a better future for ourselves. That's that's the main thing. And is this how this project will will begin some of that healing for you, for your community, uh, while at the same time, you know, drawing in others who really need to learn about these harms? Yes, uh, this this project here. When I first heard about this carbon carbon credit. I was so, so excited and interested because in our ways, we preserved everything. We wouldn't take more than we needed. We were, we were kind of like nomads. We'd move around uh, when we'd bury, pick, hunt. We wouldn't take the whole thing. And, and my ancestors wanted us to leave the trees because the trees are important to us. There's medicines. There's, 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 they, they do everything for us. They protect us from the wind, the rain, the, everything that comes in from the waters. That when they, when they remove the trees now, with all the cutting around our area, the big, the big uh, companies, LP, uh, Toco, uh, all them big companies taken, and then we flood, and everything's happening to our community. When they told me about the carbon. The carbon stress it was so, so good. I was so happy. My people were happy. And we got on board and were the first ones to do it, first first community. And, and you know what? I encourage all the other First Nations to do the same thing because what's happening with the world nowadays, you look at TV, you see everything happening. There's floods, there's hurricanes, there's tornadoes, there's big winds even happening in our community. Now is the time to jump on board with this, and we could save our trees and yet we still could utilize them for medicine and if we want we could take a few ourselves uh, to to uh, build a cabin or to get some firewood it's in the agreement that we made with this company let's bring the that company on with us on 680 cjob is our other guest martin baker a senior director climate solutions with a new Mr. Baker, thanks for joining us. Take a moment and explain what ANU and what you folks are all about. 
Yeah, good afternoon. And uh, before I start, I, you know, I'd just like to say that on behalf of ANU, we're, we're extremely honored to receive our time on such an important day for truth and reconciliation. Um, and it was great to hear Chief Zaster speak to the importance of such a project um, for his community. Um, ANU is a, a, is a full suite carbon offset developer um, under ownership by TPG Rise uh, in February of 2022. Uh, Blue Source uh, merged with Element Markets, uh, another project developer out of the U.S. Um, rebranded to form a world-class um, project developer, um, project development company that supports many First Nations, Indigenous communities across the country that are looking to develop um, carbon offset projects from their lands, uh, using their forests to um, generate these these significant revenues, but also protect lands um, for their for their well-being, for their prosperity, um, and for ways in which they see fit. Um, so it's a huge honor, huge um, huge project for us, and we're, we're, we're very lucky to have partnered with such a great community on this. Martin, it sounds like a win-win because the First Nation can, again, restore what's so important to them and, and maintain it and protect it, while at the same time it can also earn them income. So how does it work? Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, a win-win is exactly how we see it. The the ability to generate carbon offset credits um, or carbon credits from forests that are receiving ongoing commercial logging pressures from surrounding companies um, allows us to, you know, through through technical measures, quantify the exact amount of you know, carbon that's being sequestered from any given forest um, and managing that forest in a way that maximizes the carbon sequestration potential uh, of those lands. Um, this project, you know, through our calculations, has the ability to generate up to 500,000 tons of, of um, sequestered carbon over the 10-year life period. Um, and, you know, just for some context, Canadian household average is about 10 tons of, of carbon uh, emitted per year. So, you know, the project has a significant um, carbon climate benefit. Uh, but, the, the you know, the additional benefit is that Indigenous communities can also manage these lands and these forests um, in ways that can serve their heritage, can serve their Indigenous ways of life. Um, and that is also extremely meaningful beyond just the climate benefit. Chief Zaster, there's all sorts of potential here. There's employment to to do the measuring of the trees and of the mapping of the area. You're also building a community uh, through treaty land entitlement where you're expanding into businesses and that you're looking for employment for the youth uh, because you're still dealing with a generation and people that are 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 dealing with addictions, and you're trying to turn that page, aren't you? Yes. Uh, like right now, uh, we built a whole new community. We moved from uh, one one uh, one community to the other. We moved all our up to the main highway. We built a new school, a new water treatment plant. Uh, we're building a lagoon. We built a new youth center. Uh, we're putting a new uh, double bay oil change in Swan River right now as we're speaking. Uh, that's a new project that we're starting up. 
and also in Brandon, we're buying the Brandon bus depot, the old bus depot, and we're going to utilize that and make it into a, we're going to run our bus through there. We, we own Mohican bus lines. We're part owners of Mohican bus lines. So all this money that we're, uh, we're, we're generating is going to help, help our communities with drug addictions and help our people in, in, in better ways because you don't get much money from the government. You get money, but you don't get much. But we need a lot of money to help our people that are struggling right now. Uh, housing, uh, schooling, everything. So that's that's what we're doing. And uh, and right now with the with the carbon, all my people are happy with it. Every one of them are so happy that we're not going to be bothering our trees anymore. Uh, we're, we're we're still going to be utilizing the land for hunting hunting moose, picking up our medicines, our berries, and you know what? It, it's such a good thing, and in, in, in all the little kids nowadays, yeah, you, you talk to the little kids, the ones in school, they are, they know all about environment, uh, how you're supposed to be protecting it. And uh, even my granddaughter said, Papa, why are you using a plastic straw? You're not supposed to be using those. See, they know those little kids, and we're here to protect those, to protect our land for the future use for our children, because they want to see what we've seen in our days. We, we were the first reserved to stop moose hunting. We stopped moose hunting for five years. The government asked us to do it for two more years. We did it. They asked for another two years. It was nine years. Now it's time to hunt. I see the moose myself as a chief. I see them coming back. My people want to eat moose meat. We're going to hunt moose. We don't go there and kill all the moose we could kill. We just take what we need for our reserve. And preserving the forest is the big step towards getting the moose hunt and the traditions back. Uh, Julie, I learned that there are 21 different berries there. There's medicines there. There is a way of life that the chief and other people on the First Nation are are employing and are bringing back. Uh, chief, appreciate the conversation. We will check in with you from time to time because uh, this isn't done overnight. There's still months and years to go before this all gets up and running. But you're on a very good path there. Uh, a beacon we- to other First Nations, too, I would say. Yes. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy I, I'm talking to you guys because I want to pass this on because that's the future. Uh, this is our land. We have to protect it. We were given this land by Mother Earth to look after. And we have to stop hurting her now. And, uh, and this is a good start. Wasquicy Peak First Nation Chief Martin Baker from Natural Climate Solutions and Chief Elwood Zaster joining us live.